This episode is brought to you by Playapod, the best cross-platform podcast app for iOS and Android. Just visit playapod.com and download it for free. Hey, thank you so much for downloading the episode. On the show today, you're going to hear us complain about the month of March. Time change is not our friend. I also recap our trip to Anaheim for the cheerleading nationals and uh, how much fun that was to go with with a sick producer dub. And also, I'm not a very good traveler. All of this plus our ugly and awkward moments. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? It's only March. No one's putting on a bikini yet. If you are, I hate you. Paula? Because he's got that little hint of asshole, and I just love it. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 255. Ugh! Ugh! Thank you for listening, everyone. And we're sorry that we skipped an episode last week, but it's because we were all traveling. Well, you weren't traveling, but Derek, producer Dub and I were traveling, and it was just, we were getting off schedule, and it was like, we need to reboot. We need to just reboot, mm-hmm. get back on schedule. And so we just, and it was easier, honestly. It was not a harrowing trip home, which I'll tell you about on Wednesday or, well, I'm going to talk about it now, but it travel is not my friends at all. So no. we will discuss it, but uh, it is March. We are now in the Ides of, no, not the Ides of March yet. I think that's the 15th, but we are in March and I think March is one of my least favorite months. It is, Why is that? Well, it's long. It's 31 days. Oh. Yes, it's 31 days, so it's really long. And this year, is it's the bad time change. Oh, that's right. It's the springtime, spring forward. Ugh. And, you know, mom and I used to have a debate every year for as long as I could remember until I started to figure it out that I couldn't figure out which was the good or the bad time change. But spring is forward. She's like, Jamie, no, you lose an hour. In spring, you gain an hour in the fall because it gets dark really early in the fall. I'm like, I love that one. That's my favorite. It means nothing to me, though, when someone says you lose an hour or you gain an hour. I'm like, yeah. you're speaking like Chinese to me because <laughs> exactly. I don't get that concept. I'm all, is the spring forward, fall back, like... Which one am I going to be exhausted? When is it going to be when am I wake up going... Am I going to be tired going, or not? Right. <laughs> yeah. Am I going to wake up going, oh my God? Or am I going to wake up going, wow, I feel so refreshed. Which one is that? That's right. all I want to know. Where it should be 10 a.m., but it's really like 9. Yeah. This is the one This is the one where you're trying to wrangle the children to go to bed, and they're like wide awake at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my God. I and know. then you got to wake them up at and 7. Feels, and it feels like 5 a.m. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're trying to make them eat breakfast at 7 in the morning. They're like, I'm so tired. Yeah. Or they're crying and, and exhausted because they refuse to go to bed. And yeah. It's a horrible, horrible thing. And so it this year, the time, the bad time change is March 11th, which is next weekend, I believe, or a week or two. I don't know. Whatever. It's March 11th. Why can't they do it during spring break? I don't. You know what? Seriously. I mean, well, first of all, can we just get rid of it? Do we have to do this? Arizona doesn't. I know. We have electricity now. We farmers have headlights on their tractors. They don't need the extra light. And if we want, then let's eliminate the good time change so we can all just get accustomed 
to the losing of the hour and we'll just deal with it. Right. You know? I just, I'm, I don't understand. It's like, if we can change anything in this country before the day I die, can we just eliminate the time change? It would be awesome. <laughs> the time change. God damn it. I just, I get so, I'm already salty about it. I just want Apparently it to not happen. Apparently so, yeah. I just hate losing sleep. I hate it because, I don't know about you, but I, every night it's a struggle to, you know, every night I hope I get a good night's sleep. <laughs> every night. And so it's like, oh, God, now I'm going to it's going to be another hour of hoping I fall asleep before midnight because I have to get up at six or whatever. Oh, God, we go to bed like really early. (laughs) Yeah, I am a night owl. I really am not ready. I get my second I get my first wind at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I am not a morning person at all, at all. I don't get any winds. So by two o'clock, I'm finally going, okay, well, maybe I'll go shopping. Maybe I'll do this or that, you know, and then, you know, by seven or eight o'clock, I'm feeling good and, you know, I'm doing everything. I, I belong in a town where night is when, when everything comes alive, like New York or right. know, wherever LA. else. Yeah. Anything that, where things are don't close down at eight o'clock. You know, I need a place that's open all, at all hours. So San Francisco... You know, mm-hmm. big city. That's the kind of life I need to feel comfortable. But in the sleepy town of the suburbs, I just, I'm like, I, I remember we, I was, it was like eight o'clock. I said, well, I'm just going to run really quick and get this or that. It's like, everything's closed. What? Well, it's Sunday night, Jamie. It's eight o'clock in the summer. It's still light out. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so I hate March. It's long and uh, there's nothing going on, you know, just, I don't know. I, I want it. I just want to blow through because then we hit April, May, and it's spring and summer, and then it's my happy. I mean, I just love that time of year. So, and that's when and March is when all the allergies start coming. That's true. Yeah. Although, I mean, it's pretty typical of us to have our rainy season in February and March. So, mm-hmm. it's possible that we might just rain through March. Who knows? God, that'd be nice. Then I wouldn't have to suffer because it's all about me, really. It is. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knew that, but uh, we are the center of everything that happens <laughs> okay so last week producer deb and i took our love child to cheerleading nationals which takes place in anaheim california at the anaheim convention center which is across the street from disneyland and uh, we've gone every year she does competitive cheerleading um last year there wasn't a comp team but this year there is and they're super good and so their coaches were really positive and thought that they were going to make finals and it was going to be amazing. And so, uh, first of all, I don't like travel and it wasn't an epiphany because I know that everything I talk about when it comes to me traveling, especially on airplanes, I know it doesn't sound good because I'm not a good traveler, but I finally just decided, I said, I don't travel well and I don't think I ever will. I just get a lot of anxiety and I'm uncomfortable and I don't like being around a lot of people. And I'm so worried about getting the flu. Oh, yeah. The airports are like they're like little Petri dishes of gross people. Now, luckily, I saw zero animals, no support dogs, no no support support peacocks, (laughs) no support pigs or anything like that. It was amazing. There was no there was one baby, but it only screamed once when we took off, and that was it. Oh, poor thing. Well, there's, it's you know their little ears pop when they're tiny. I know. And so That's sad. I feel. I know. I hate it. I hate. It. Oh, I meant Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> 
because he had a cold as i discussed last week and he's like my ears are killing me and i said well just pop them because i'm trying i've done everything and i said hold your nose and then blow blow. yeah blow (laughs) and he's like what i go just do it so i did it he did it he goes ow and he like (laughs) the right one popped and he goes well that really hurt and i go but did it work yes i said all right (laughs) let's move on but uh yeah it was (laughs) he was he was not a happy camper but no it it, it's just that but there are a lot of people who don't know how to cover their mouth when they sneeze or cough they just and they're they're especially have you seen those commercials lately where they're coughing and all the dust and like you know glitter bombs are going everywhere it's horrifying and i'm just like is that how far a cough goes (laughs) do you remember uh long ago when they would show uh it might have been a commercial where they would show how much bacteria comes out of a toilet when you flush it oh and that and that's why there's like this this microscopic mist that comes out of the toilet when you flush it which is why you should shut the lid when you flush your toilet and then all the bacteria lands on your toothbrush Oh, my God. Right? And I remember that. So, like, the house that I'm in right now, the toilet is separate from where we brush our teeth. It's like a little water closet. We have a water closet, too. Even if I don't need to, I shut that door when I pee. Because the idea, because my toothbrush is out, the idea of, of any kind of microscopic fecal matter or urine landing on anyone's toothbrush just grosses me out to no end i just shut it because it's the few seconds like i'll ever get alone i kind of like it because i'll go upstairs i'll shut my bedroom door i'll shut the bathroom door i'll shut the water closet door and i feel like i'm like the inner confines of god's temple (laughs) it's so intimate holy of toilets no one (laughs) can go in there and you know it's it's so comforting It's like, is this what it feels like to be in God's lap? It's so, it's so calm and peaceful in here. I love it. It's my favorite oh, thing. I mean, it's, it's happy to be that alone, but it's sad at the same time because I don't have Olivia going, Mom, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Because she's grown out of that phase. Thank God. You know what? You, you think you will. I don't miss that at all. I don't know. I probably don't. You don't. Because it like, was I annoying actually, when she did it. Yeah. And it's like, God damn it. It's like, get out of my skin. I just want to poo. <laughs> but yes. So the travel, I just, I'm negative. I don't like it. I hate going through security. I, you know, it's just, although this time, because Malia is under 18, my, our daughter mm-hmm. and um, Daryl travels so frequently. He's a TS. He signed up and did TSA pre-check. So he doesn't have to go through the long snake of the dirty masses he can go through the tsa pre-check line and because malia is under 18 she's automatically pre-check so i am the only one that has to go through the disgusting line yes and so when he when we checked in for our flights i automatically got tsa pre-check because two of the people i'm flying with were already and i'm like this is awesome he goes, yes, I guess we'll carry you along with us. And I'm like, well, gee, thank you. Even though I'm literally the most efficient person in a security line. Yes, I'm the one you need to worry I'm about. I'm always the one. I'm always the one that, you know, thinks ahead and thinks mm-hmm. about the shoes that you have to take off. And Jewelry. I don't try and shove a bunch of stuff in my... I don't even have a carry-on bag. It's my yeah. purse. Yeah, that's it. Me too. I, I don't try to pack rat anything onto a plane. I'm always thinking of the worst case scenario. And I'm thinking, I'm packing everything I could possibly need in my, you know, and I check, I always check my luggage because I'll take the extra 10 minutes. I do. I hate, 
I hate it. I understand business people when they're doing an overnight, they have the kind of those mini carry-on suitcases. I get it. They're but the you're also, worse, though. Yeah, and you're also bringing your laptop and all your other shit. And if you're a woman, you've got a purse, too. And it's like, just check it. You Neither know, just got check. Their it. Sh- they've got their keys, their cell phone, their laptop, <laughs> their overnight bag. Their they're iPad. Off their, yeah, they're taking off their jacket, their yes. belt. And I'm just like, hurry up! God! <laughs> and, and you wait till you get to the cafeteria tray to do it. You wait. It's like, why do you wait? And so, of course, I'm in TSA pre-check and I'm in front of a woman who clearly doesn't know how she got TSA pre-check, you know, because sometimes they'll randomly award it to people. And so she's probably 65 and she this is like her first day, apparently, on planet Earth. And so she has to walk through three times. They're like, you're going to have to take your boots off. You're going to have to take off your watch. You're going to. It's like, oh, my fucking God. It's like, God, what are you? What are we never doing? Flown before? I don't know. But she, and she's acting irritated. I go, you want to turn around and see an irritated face? Take a look. This is right. irritated. I want to just go. I hate it. I hate I hate the way the airports run and I'm I'm just not built for it. I I'm like, well, P- TSA pre-check is kind of my thing. That would be great. And um but you know, it's I don't travel enough to to warrant doing it. It's just not it's a pain in the ass to get it and whatever. So, get through that and then finally I'm like, you know what? I just I'm not built for this, man. I am not built for travel. I I suppose if I was, you know, JLo and I flew privately I might get over it, but probably not because the planes are small and I would be afraid I would crash. There's right. just really no way around it. And I can't take a bus, you know, even right. my own bus. So I just, it's like a necessary evil to get efficiently from one place to another. I am grateful though, because it's only an hour flight. It's really fast. So, you know, we land, everything's good. But, you know, Daryl's not on his game. He's ill. And he's already, you know, and the thing with him is that he, I think I told you off the air, I felt, I started to feel bad because this wasn't just a cold. He didn't have the flu, but he was sicker than just the cold and he wasn't going to miss cheer nationals. He wasn't going to miss our child performing and, you know, all that stuff. So he's powering through with as many over-the-counter meds as he can get. I'd say by day three, when we were there, I said, you know what? You need to go to the doctor. Like, you need to go to the doctor. Because I said, are you coughing up stuff? He goes, yeah. And I go, what color is he? He goes, well, it's kind of green. I'm like, all right. Gross. Yeah, I know. But that's infection. Yeah. And I said, said, "If if you get any worse, we need to find, like, a med center or something. We can Uber to, like, a doctor center here, I'm sure. Right. It's L.A., for God's sake. They're everywhere. And so, uh, but, you know, he kind of got some rest, and he, he powered through, and we had a really great, you know, he was he was great. But the second we got home, I mean, he was pale. Right. So, luckily, he went to the doctor yesterday, finally. Okay. And he, he has so. a throat. He has a throat infection and a sinus infection. Raging. Oh. So, he'll, he should start feeling better before he has to leave again. So anyway, we checked into the Hilton in Anaheim, which is where most of the large cheerleading groups stay because it. I think they must have 4,000 rooms. I mean, it's one of the largest resort hotels I've ever seen. Wow. So we got a decent room, though. It was nice. We got a, you know, got a nice view and everything. We got to see the back of uh, Toontown, I think, is where <laughs> we were literally that close to Disneyland. But uh, it. W- the reason we chose it is because it's, 20 feet away from where she's competing 
And so, yeah, we didn't have to Uber or figure out a way to walk because walking in Anaheim is pretty much the the most efficient way to go if you don't want to spend 50 bucks on Uber for the weekend. You know, it's just it's three, two and three dollar trips. Well, Daryl knows that Malia and I are not walking. We just (laughs) we don't do that. And so it was worth the extra hundred dollars a night to stay at the Hilton so we could just walk to the freaking convention center, which we did. I have to tell you how much I miss cheerleading when I'm at this competition. It's national, so they're from all over California, some parts of Arizona. They were also doing the collegiate nationals, so there were college teams there like ASU and um, not the big ones like Kentucky and stuff who are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. They're practically professional, but the West Coast collegiate nationals were there. So it is so cool to see it because you. it's not that I – was at that level because when I was a cheerleader, we didn't do stuff like that until my senior year. We went once to a nationals in Florida. Well, now it's just grown to this huge industry. But what's cool is seeing all the girls with their Letterman jackets because now it's a sport. Oh. And Malia hasn't lettered yet. She, she'll she letter this year. So she'll get her letter and we'll, we'll go get her Letterman jacket for a cheer. But the Southern California, they take their cheerleading pretty seriously. And so there's a lot of teams there where they have these Letterman jackets. And uh, the reality is, is that L.A. is very Hispanic and uh-huh. very it's very diverse. So there's a lot of teams with a lot of di- diversity, which I think is amazing. And because uh, cheerleading is just one of those sports where anybody can do it. It doesn't nobody cares. You know, you can have the hot blondes from Beverly Hills, but you also have teams from Compton and yeah. you know, East LA and you know it's a really cool play and everybody likes each other it's really fun except That's for nice. you know except for rivals and stuff but it's right. not racially driven so there's a lot of Hispanic girls and their letterman jackets are the shit they are so awesome they're blinged out they've got patches it's just it's basically your show you're bragging it's bragging it's a bragging jacket and so Malia's like I want one of those (laughs) you can you can get it that's what's so great you can do that a lot of the girls had their name they had the old school where they have the hood which is the girl version so the hood unzips and it lays flat on your shoulder the back of your shoulders yeah they have their name in script and then the script is outlined in crystals I mean, seriously, Diva blinged out. And it looks amazing. And they have all their patches on their sleeves from every year they were on a cheer squad from JV down to varsity. She's like, I want all of it. And I said, "You, I go, baby, you can have everything. (laughs) Because I didn't get that. I got a Letterman jacket, but I didn't get anything embroidered on it. So I was all, yes, you can have it. And then I told Daryl, I said, you know what? God damn it. I want a Letterman jacket. (laughs) And he goes, what do you mean? I go, I deserve a Letterman jacket. I want a life jacket. I want patches for every kid I've had, every freaking birthday party, every prom dress. I want it all. I want my name on the back showing how badass of a mom I am. All of my mom accomplishments on this Letterman jacket. I want patches. (laughs) I wonder if that would actually sell. If you start to sell like mom Letterman jackets. I mean, think about think about the patches that you would have on your Letterman jacket as a mom, a mom, a Letterman. I don't know what. You, well, you letter in mom, you letter in parenting. So you Plus, get it. I, mean, I open a whole new window, especially being an army wife. I mean, oh, my God. You'd have your camo. You'd have your camo patch. <laughs> it's like true Beverly Hills. But for moms, we'd have instead of instead of a freaking sash, we'd have a jacket. 
It'd be awesome. True. You could pick your colors. It's like the Girl Scouts, but yeah, I mean, but better. <laughs> but better. I mean, you could have your, you know, divorce patch. You could have your re, have you know, that. re, you know, second marriage patch. You God, could have that'd be a rare patch. <laughs> <laughs> you could have, you know, and you know, all your kids and the years and pink and blue. If you have, you know, I mean, or really, people could they could have the pink ribbon patch if they like fought cancer. And exactly. Stuff like that. And, exactly. Oh, that'd be so awesome. I think that women and even men, if they want to, but they don't have to because they have trucks with stickers. But That's women, what they do, and women can, wives. Right, they have their trophy wives, but but women could have Letterman jackets for for just existing because there's so many fucking things that we do we could have patches oh my god and we could have like nationals where we all show up and drink rosé and look at each other's letterman jackets and talk about our stories i would be all in on that i am not kidding when i said that i go why don't mothers have these we should all be bragging about the stuff we do we bought your letterman jackets ladies we deserve our own damn it we take you to these cheerleader competitions yeah that's a five dollar piece you're wearing right now and i want mine so anyway he he was laughing and i'm like you think i'm kidding but women would buy these things i'm not I, they would buy them what if you were a teacher or you know i mean god it's just endless the the patches and the embroidery and all the stuff you could do with them i mean it's mm-hmm. just endless and everyone's would be custom yeah i'm gonna and, and of course i thought i should just look this up and make sure that they don't exist before i Start my line. <laughs> Mom, Letterman, Jack, Insta. I mean, think it, we'd have to come up with all the patches, though, because I mean, the patches would be endless. But the good Just thing about it being a new a new uh, business is is that if there's a patch we haven't thought of, someone could let us know. Yes, and then they'd be like, "Well, what about this kind of patch?" And we'd be like, "Oh my god, great idea!" Yeah, you know? there's so many so many cool things. Um, I do like the the breast cancer or the cancer patch. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. So anyway, uh, I thought I that was my epiphany, of course, because I'm always thinking about what we can do to leave our mark on this earth. But uh, also, it was the first day we checked in, and Daryl and I decided to take uh, you know look at the lay of the land. Malia needed some alone time because she's a lot like us; she likes her solitude. <laughs> and so we said, you know, Malia, you hang out, talk to your friends, do whatever you need to do. We're gonna go walk around. Daryl didn't feel well, so we didn't even do cocktails or anything on this trip, really. Aww. I know it, but it's okay. It you know, walking around and seeing all the cheer parents, they're all sitting around getting hammered, you know, the day they arrive. So I'm like, well, maybe I don't really want to join in on that. So we just kind of wandered around. Another time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so we were, we hit the elevator. Now these there's 14 floors, but there's like four wings. So you can hit an elevator, but you might be walking all the way across the hotel to your wing to get to your oh, room. It's really God, big. I hate that. That's huge. I, I hated it. It took us forever to get to the elevator. It was annoying. But the one good thing is we weren't around any cheerleader groups. So that was good. You know, we, we weren't surrounded by a bunch of screaming girls. So that was right. good. We actually got to sleep. But uh, we hit the elevator. We're going down to the lobby. And I'd say on probably floor five, uh, these two women walk in and I immediately recognized her. Daryl didn't. It was Ka- it was Chef Kat Cora 
The Iron Chef. Oh, that's right. You posted yes, about that. I did. And so, uh, and unfortunately, it's not my awkward moment because I, I kept my mouth shut. Thank God. I no, know. I, I don't want you. <laughs> that, that would be too much, Jamie. That would just be too much. Paula, let me tell you, it took everything in my power to not speak. I mean, really, I had to like put my nails into my th- my fists like I had to like pinch myself to just keep my mouth shut because I so badly wanted to say something but that's because we're awkward and we just think we have the right to talk to people to speak to sometimes. people well we you know what it is is we look at people like they're just people we don't we do and maybe somehow in some way we assume <laughs> we're at their level and so we just feel like it'd be like no big deal like hey you're Kat Cora how are you it's like hey you Kat know? I'm Jamie it's like um, hello like Hi. So we we get in the elevator and she is clearly with her girlfriend. I know she's not married anymore, so right. it was kind of an ugly divorce from what I recall. Um, it was horrible. So, yes, and so she's with uh someone who clearly she is in love with and uh now you know me. I I'm very detail oriented. I look at everything. I just have to know. So Cat Cora might be 5 feet tall. I mean, she's, she's really, tiny. Yeah. She's so tiny. I mean, so tiny it was alarming i was so surprised she was holding her chef her white chef's coat and she had a piece of paper and the woman she was with might i mean i think she was like six feet tall she was so tall she was literally towering over all of us and daryl is not very tall i mean he's not a shrimp but he's not six two and so the, the woman in there was taller than all of us, and she was kind of bending over to look at this piece of paper, and they were talking about whatever menu she was going to be creating for wherever she was doing her thing. And um, I turn and look at Daryl because I'm so not obvious, and I turn, and my eyes are like the size of dish plates, and he's looking at me like, what's wrong with you? And he's talking about work, and he thinks I'm super into it, and I'm not. I don't even hear what he's saying. And then this little cheerleader comes in and she completely turns her back on Kat Cora because she, she has no idea who she is. Mm-hmm. And finally, when the when the girl walked in and Daryl like looked up and he looked over and he saw Kat on her jacket, he turned to me and I still had big, big saucer eyes. He goes, he acknowledged, yes, that he understood what was happening now. <laughs> and so I was like. You know, I must have looked like a moron. I'm sure I probably (laughs) should have just said something instead of acting like I didn't want to say anything. So when the elevator finally hits the ground floor, the girl, the little girl walks out and I said, no, go ahead. And the girlfriend literally stopped and she's like, thank you. You're being so nice. Thank you. And walked out. And I was like, "Okay, so are they acknowledging that I didn't get all fangirly or is just I mean, because it was a little over the top to, to say that for letting them go out first. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It probably happens all the time. They probably get people constantly talking to them. And well, did you still have Felix eyes, or you probably? Know? <laughs> I probably look like Betty Boop. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it was just like stupid. But I wanted to say so many things, you know. But I didn't. I thank God. And you know what? You're right. I would. Cause you and I talked to. I gave you. I a love you. Discussion. You're a pioneer for all women chef yeah. everywhere. It's like I love your bad attitude on television, cat. <laughs> I love how you're so spicy. And, and I, not and only so, are you a pioneer for women, but lesbians everywhere. Yay! Yes, I, and I'm so, I was so happy to hear that you came out as a lesbian. And I'm really sorry about your bitch of an ex-wife. I didn't want to say any of it because I knew <laughs> I would have. And I didn't. I'm on your side. It's like, oh, shut up. 
Hashtag me too. No, that's oh wrong. Oh my God. I just, <laughs> so many bad things could have vomited out of my mouth. So I just was so glad that it ended with nothing, with no incident because I was really concerned. And I turned to Daryl, of course, immediately hostile. It's like, didn't you recognize what I was doing to you? He's like, well, yeah, I recognize. I'm like, this was, were you not excited? She's an iron chef. I mean, I was just freaking out. I was so excited. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I watched too much Food Network, apparently. Oh, God. Because it was really exciting. Although, let me tell you, if it had been Tyler, Tyler Florence. I, I would have like, said something. Be like, well, I would have been like, Daryl, Daryl who? What? No, I'm here alone. I'm single. Do you need it? Do you need a sous chef this evening? I'm available to you. You know, they've been said that I'm one of the worst cooks in America. <laughs> Let me show you my skills. You want to teach me? Oh, my God. I, he is just so... Uh, he's so cute. He is cute. And he knows how to cook. And I mean, Jesus. It's just... He's a great. He's all great. Of, all of the male cooks on uh, Food Network are pretty handsome, I would have to say. Well, I you mean, like Scott Conant, right? I do. <laughs> he is so Italian. He is so Italian. That maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because he's got that little hint of asshole. Oh <laughs> God, love it so much, so much. It. Well, I was watching uh, an old episode of Chop last night, and he was one of the judges. And it was the health. That was basically take these ingredients and make us a healthy dish. Okay, Scott Conan ain't into that at all. No, like, he, he wants pasta. <laughs> he loves pasta, and so he's talking. Goes, yeah, this is really great, and he gets this little sly look. He's like. But, you know, you can cheat every once in a while. And he did this side <laughs> smile because he makes pasta. That's like what he does. And I'm like, why did they use him of all the judges? Why did they bring this guy in? Why didn't they bring that? Uh, you know, and they and they also had uh, uh, butter uh, chef. My favorite. Oh, Alex Gronichelli. Yeah, they had Alex Scott and then this health food chef. And I said, you guys brought the two worst chefs for this. Oh, you brought the people who, like, love food like they love sex. They love everything indulgent. Why would you make them eat zucchini noodles? Like, what is up with that? Are you trying to torture them? It's like, where's the butter? You know? I it's know. like, vegan well, bacon, exactly. really? Alex's restaurant's name is Butter. Butter! <laughs> <laughs> she, she fantasizes about eating apple pie for breakfast. It's like, come on! <laughs> I know. She wouldn't eat a zucchini noodle unless she was forced to. Well, Good apparently God. she was forced to that night. <laughs> yes. So then, so the girls did great. They they were flaw. They actually weren't flawless, but they yeah, did not. Yeah, I saw the video. Yeah, you saw. Did you see the girl where she didn't get up on Malia's shoulders and she was clinging to her like a turtle? She was a piggyback. Yeah. Yes. And the thing is, though, is they got no deductions for that. Believe it or not, they got really? no deductions for that. There were, I believe, nine teams. They finished fourth, which doesn't sound amazing, but they took three to finals. And they lost third place by a half a point. And oh. in, in their entire division, they had the highest scoring pyramid of the whole division, and they still didn't make it. And so it was really, really frustrating. Um, but the top three teams that went uh the third place barely beat us like i said and it's because their teams are really big and so the presence on stage is a little more dynamic than oh. how small our team is like you saw our our, te our team is i think 10 10 yeah, girls or teensy. 10 or 12 girls which is good for a cheer squad just sideline cheering or whatever but but at this level 
these competition teams, I mean, some of the teams that beat us have boys in them. So it's almost unfair, but that's just the division. And you just work with, you know, you're in that division and you just deal with it. Well, the teams that went ahead had like 25, 25 cheerleaders. So when you have 25 cheerleaders doing pyramids and stunts, even though they're at the same level, the dynamic of it is way more amazing. So it literally is like, bring it on. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. So although they were really, really good and high scoring in a lot of the things that the other people didn't get high scores in, it's just it looks a little more spindly when there's only 12 girls versus 25 with yeah. boys. It's well, just I thought they did good. They did do well. They did very well. And they didn't drop anything. There was some wobbles, but they didn't drop anything. And you don't get deducted for wobbles. So it it. We were all super frustrated. The thing is, is our coaches did not see the first team that performed in our division. And Daryl and I did. And they were like, it was literally like watching Toros. It was like, bring it on. Like they were in red and black. They were doing all kinds of cool things. And it was just, and there was like 30 of them. And they had like three boys. Wow. So and was, they were doing like, you know, gymnastics and stuff like that, I'm sure. And they, well, well, it's just, they were so good. Their stage presence was so good that uh, they blew everyone out of the water. They had almost a near perfect score, which no one did. And right. they, they they only they they were the only ones. So they they took the whole division like it was nothing. Right. But other than that, you know, we were so proud of them because last year we didn't even have a team and the year before we didn't place at all. So this is a huge accomplishment for for this high school. Yeah. The program is really new and so hope they're hoping that next year we can get some boys. There's a couple of uh girls on the team who have brothers who are kind of interested in it. And the moms are like, I don't know, that's a lot of sass for one household because yeah. cheerleaders, <laughs> cheerleaders are pretty bitchy, but who knows? We'll see. But they're already super excited about next season. So it, it was a great way to end the year. So uh, really well, happy good. about that. Our little dinner, we went to Joe's Crab Shack. I've never been there before. Oh, it's not bad. No, they the, the seafood's good. Daryl and I shared a couple of things, and we just had some gin and tonics and chilled. I did not realize that if you have a birthday there, they make you wear a sombrero and ride around on a toy, one of those horses, the stick horses. Uh, what are those things I called? I didn't know that. Oh, I they make you gallop about. around with the you know with the little horse head and the stick. They make you gallop around on a sombrero with a sombrero on, or they make you put on a lobster hat if you're old. I mean, it is so ridiculous. Never will I. I, w- I wouldn't ma- make anyone do that it's, I unless I hated them. Either. I know I've been there. I've been there like twice. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny when the uh, waiters or waitresses stop and they have their lobster hands. Yes. And they start singing. Oh, God. <laughs> that part's going to. And they're waving their little lobster hands in the air. Yes. But I forget yes. what song they sing. But, anyways, it's I don't still know, funny. But- it's a fun place. Yeah, it was. And so I actually got to talk to some of the parents who I tend to avoid. Oh. A lot of them were super cool. Not at all like I thought they would be. They're actually nice. So, And I did find mm. out uh, Malia's cheer coach, <laughs> she's a first-generation immigrant from um, Ireland. Her parents were born in Ireland, and they were coming over to the United States. Uh, her Her dad is an American citizen, but was over in Ireland when he met her mother and so they were on their way back to the United States because she was pregnant with my cheer the cheer coach. Uh-huh. So they said, Oh yeah, this is when you're due. You have time. 
She went into labor and delivered her on a Pan Am flight in the middle of the ocean, like flying over the ocean. Oh, my God. And I said, how did I not know this about you? And so, of course, this is not my awkward moment, but I said, God, can you? And of course, I immediately go, God, can you imagine? That's got to be one of the worst places to deliver a baby. <laughs> yes, seriously. And I'm like, can you imagine if there were dogs on your mom's flight? And she's like, well, luckily they didn't do that back then. I'm like, I know, but it's filthy. Jeez, <laughs> and I'm <Jimmy>. like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad you made it. <laughs> I just can't. I can't just say anything other than that. And I was like, really, like, I was shocked. I'm like, do you? And I was like, did all of you know about this? <laughs> it really well, it's funny. not like there's many choices, you know. But when <laughs> you're know. choosing a flight to deliver on, please choose Pan Am. Pan Am. <laughs> God, it was so funny. And I immediately go, maybe I overreacted just a little bit on that one. But I didn't know. I've never known anyone who delivered a baby on a plane or wh- who was born on a plane, for God's sake. You only hear about that shit. Well, it's pretty rare. So I mean, I would say so. That's so interesting. Anyway. But we had a lot more in common than I expected. She's a little bit older than me, but she was around Sacramento around the time that I was just starting to get into partying, you know, when you're 19, 20 uh-huh. years old. And we went to a lot of the same shows, a lot of GNR, a lot of Skid Row, a lot of nice. Aerosmith back in the day. And so we had more, a little more in common than I expected. It was, it was really fun, actually. So anyway, yeah, that was the Cheer Championships trip. It was fun. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah, I really liked it. And it's like when you go to those things, I remember sitting there going, I wish my whole family was here. I wish Paula and Olivia and Ryan and all her sisters and brothers. And it's just such a fun experience. But it's just such a pain in the ass because it's so far away. It's not like you can just get in the car and go downtown. You know, it's like it's a Megillah. But it is such a cruel. It just everybody. So it's all all the hard work and sacrifices on the stage. And it's just a really neat thing to see. Well, and it's probably a lot of waiting, too. No, it was fast. It was so fast. We we got there. They performed at 2.58, and we dropped her off at 11. We went in at 2 o'clock and watched, watched her division, and we found out by 4 o'clock. And then, and then we were free to do whatever we wanted for the rest of the weekend. It was amazing. Oh, that's Yeah, it was really cool. fast. Yeah, I liked it. Liked it a lot. So speaking of saying awkward things, it's time for our ugly and awkward moment of the week. I have a feeling you're going to win this week because mine was... Mine was weird, but I was laying, I was sleeping in the middle of the night and Pablo, he sleeps under the covers with us. And so I felt him stirring and for whatever reason, he was going to like walk around or something under the covers and he decided to walk over my body and he stepped (laughs) right on my bladder. Oh no. He did that. I started <laughs> you wet the pants? I wet my bed. Oh shit! Not like all no, the probably, way. No, like just he pushed down enough for him to make you pee. But it was enough to where I couldn't get back in. Oh damn it! And so you know how it is after you've had kids. And yes. So I was just like, why of all the places that you had to step, did you step right on my bladder? Typical. And so I went in the bathroom, finished 
going, I guess, you know. But Ding. I was like half asleep too. And I I'm like, hate is this, that. Like, is this really happening? <laughs> I had to change, yes. my, change my panties. And then I finished <sighs> my sleep on the couch. And then I left Victor with the wet bed. Wet bed. <laughs> no, hopefully uh. he didn't roll over. Uh, but who cares? <laughs> Or hopefully he did. I don't know. Yeah. When did that change when you become so spiteful about your marriage that you hope they do kind of roll over at some point? Oh, you know what? When Daryl and I were going through some rough patches, I would do stuff like that. You're like, not not wet my bed, but, you know, there were things where I would just be like, oh, really? Well, that's unfortunate. And I'd walk away. Like you kind of hope something bad happens to them. Yeah. Or it's like he'll, you know, he maybe he cut his finger or whatever. I'm like, oh, that looks bad. Mm, Too bad. Wow. Here's a band-aid. No, I wouldn't offer him shit. And I'd be like, no, well, that's unfortunate. You might want to think about doing something about that. <laughs> it's like, oh, are you hungry? Yeah, me too. Oh, well. <laughs> or if I'll, I, I, I remember can, I would. You can starve. It's a diet. I would do this where I would make breakfast and I'd make myself eggs and, or something. And he'd be like, oh, that smells good. I'm like, yeah, it's really delicious, actually. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> God, I wouldn't be that terrible. Really? God. No. Then, then you're a rookie. You're That's just young. Terrible. <laughs> hey, I really hated him at one point. <laughs> God. I would never do that now. But I mean, back there was a time, you know, I wanted him to leave. He wouldn't leave. So I would I was really mean. Well, we already went through that phase two years worth. So yeah, that's a you long forget time. I did divorce him. I'm so. aware. <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware of that whole scenario. But yes, that is awkward. And I blame Pablo completely. It's and Pablo's maybe fault. maybe Olivia for the bladder <laughs> could be. She was the last one. <laughs> yes, that is not that's not weird. It is weird, but it is awkward for sure. Yeah. So this happened at Disneyland. It wasn't crowded, but I'm not good. Like I said, I'm I'm not super. I I almost fall over just walking all the time. I mean, right. I'm really I'm kind of clumsy, and I don't walk in a straight line. So there were a lot of people in this one area, and we were we were just walking to go see something that Daryl wanted to see, and I wasn't paying attention, and uh, I <laughs> I walked straight into a man's forearm with my boob (laughs) and I mean full frontal breast check to his arm where his wife turned and looked like what the hell are you doing like it was and you know my boobs aren't size a no they're 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 double d's and so I hit any and my whole boob like smushed and pulled what's that one movie where uh I keep wanting to say it is um God, I can't remember the movie, but what's that one where they're playing basketball and he comes into contact with a sweaty belly? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Rubs onto this wet tummy. Oh, God. And and he's a total germaphobe, too. Yes. Um, Oh, is it? Oh, it is. something about Polly. It's got Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. Polly. Okay. That. Yes. That scene where he his whole face gets smushed into this sweaty fat belly that's what it felt like because it even felt like slow motion where i'm like no (laughs) it's like his whole arm his whole shoulder front forearm or top arm whatever and my boob like made a sandwich and it was like i turned and of course when i turned to say sorry then he gets the inner cleavage part of the boob on the back of the arm it was like i'm so sorry 
And the wife is like, what the fuck are you doing to like, my Why husband? are you rubbing your whole breast, breast. all over his arm? <laughs> so I turned it. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, what happened? Because Daryl's oblivious. Oh, God. Like, I just boob check this man's entire upper arm and he's like why did you do that i'm like what what do you mean why did i do that he goes well did he like grab you and i'm like no what what no this has nothing to do with him he could have been a post it doesn't matter it's me i'm running into things and i boob check this dude and because you know i'm clumsy I, i made it worse by turning it was really embarrassing and the guy was a gentleman he literally wouldn't even look at me like he acted like but his wife did his wife did well probably because he felt like if if i look at either one of them i am screwed so i'm just gonna look up at like well there's space mountain that was odd i wonder what that strange feeling on my body was yeah it was really embarrassing but at least you know we just kind of i just you know because you know me i want to make it worse i want to go back go i'm really sorry that my entire breast just rubbed against your arm god so it was awkward to say the very least. Well, you definitely win. Yes. Bladder, boob over bladder any yes. day. <laughs> Boobs over bladder will win. Totally. Anyway, well, I think that's a wrap unless you have anything you want to talk about. No, I think okay. that's a wrap as well. All right. So thank you, everybody, for joining us and uh, also forgiving us for missing a show. But yes. uh, Sorry. it's rare that yeah. it happens and we won't let it happen again for a while. And so uh, keep shopping Amazon for us. We appreciate it. And also uh, keep shopping Avon. We appreciate the orders. New Avon stuff coming out for summer. Did Have you seen any of it? It's all like bronzer c- contour stuff. I have seen the bronzer contour stuff. I so love it. Love it, love it, love it. Because let's be honest, we've all been under you know sweats and sweatshirts <laughs> all winter. Yeah, we so need a little color. Pale with hairy legs. Well, and yeah. Well, I am. You are. Speaking for myself. <laughs> yes. So we need to uh, get into a summer shape. Gotta do something. Yeah. Because we all know we're not in a swimwear shape or whatever they call that. No. It's only March. No one's <laughs> putting on a bikini yet. If you are, no. I hate you. I don't even know where my swimsuit is. <laughs> I don't either, actually. I'm sure I shoved it in some things so I could forget about it because I don't want to think about it. I think it's under my Spanx. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever, <laughs> whatever that means. So yes, put down the spaghetti and get some Avon contour. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Wipe off the spaghetti sauce and uh, get the contour your chin. There you go. So, all right, friends, we will see you on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if you have time, you can send us in your ugly and awkward moments. We yes. always appreciate when we get those. We will award points to the best ones that we get. So it is a competition. It is. So try and be, try and be ugly and awkward. Please. So Don't be okay. embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. We won't <laughs> use your name if you if you say we can't. Yes. So, all right. We will talk to you soon, friends. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.